My name is Stephen Rafferty, and you're watching These Are Questions. This is the internet show where I ask people questions about things, life, and such not. And today's guest is a talented actress. Please welcome Brianne Bailey. Brianne, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for being a part of it. Um, before we get into the show itself, I need to explain the rules of These Are Questions. Brianne, I'm going to ask you a series of questions that are going to be based around your career and aspirations, along with a mixture of questions that are borderline idiotic and, well, randomly stupid. Do you accept those terms? I accept. Awesome. So, Brianne, are you ready? I am ready. Let's do this. Right. I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> Internet, are you ready? All right, good, take that as a yes. With that, let's begin. I would love for you to introduce to the viewers that are watching this episode a little bit more about yourself and what made you interested in pursuing acting as a full-time career? Well, uh, like you said earlier, my name is Brianne Bailey. I grew up in South Florida. In doing that, I competed for Miss Florida Teen USA and just kind of got into... <sighs> I guess that scene of like modeling pageantry and it just kind of led into acting. Um, I had my very first audition for a television show when I was, I believe 20, 19, 20, um, and just loved it from there. Now I live in LA and I'm acting full time and it has been a whirlwind and uh, so much fun. I'm glad. And you're, you're literally living the dream as you're going through the journey, you know, and going from uh, going from local South Florida to now L.A. and trying to make it into the big leagues and really making it big time. So I'm excited to see where your career is going to go in the future. Thank you. I am, too. <laughs> Interested, um, nervous. It's, it's all it's all part of the journey. It's all part of the journey. Right. You know, you have to go through it in order to get to the end result. So exactly. Definitely. And you kind of answered my next question a little bit beforehand. And, you know, I'm going to further elaborate, you know, for those who don't know, you, you know, you're not just an actress. As you mentioned before, um, you were also a, a beauty pageant queen and you competed with yes. Miss Team USA, which is awesome. And I wanted to know what was the most fulfilling moment in your beauty pageant career so far? Ooh, the most fulfilling moment. There's so many to choose from, but... I'm gonna have to say I started a suicide prevention program and it's just kind of taken off. It's in middle schools, high schools. Uh, it's it's just a program where we teach you know students about depression, how to recognize it in other, your friends and yourself and kind of how to handle and go about just your mental health and your mental state. I think that was probably the most fulfilling moment. Um, there were quite a few exciting moments as well, but that was probably the most fulfilling and kind of what keeps me in pageantry actually. Wow. Um, that's incredible. I, I applaud you for creating a program that really helps individuals that are going through those very difficult situations and, you know, encouraging them to be in a better perspective and hopefully be in a better place in their lives and say that, you know, it's right. not the answer to do any of those things. And there's so many amazing things that you can do on this planet and on um, this lifetime. Exactly. Exactly. So round of applause on there. Thank you. 
You're welcome. My next question is, I would like for you to pick a number from one to 10 and explain why you picked that number. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna say two. Two has been my favorite number growing up. I feel like in numerology, two is always a good sign. You know, it's like a pair. Um, I've always been like a really connected person. So I like to feel connection with other people. And, you know, I, I always, I just think like two is such a great number. You're never alone. So that's my, it's my random number. <laughs> hey, that's, I love the reasoning. Cause you know, uh, mm. the number two, it's, it's, it's two ones together. So you're always a pair. Right. Hello everyone, we are at the end of season two of These Are Questions. I hope you're enjoying this current interview. I stopped the interview because I wanted to let you know that throughout this season, I have asked every single guest on season two of These Are Questions the same question. And that question was, I wanted each of them to pick a number between one and ten and explain why they picked their perspective numbers. And the reason why is because of this. This is a prize wheel. And this prize wheel, whatever number it lands on this ticker, the person or thing that lands on it, and I don't even know what I'm talking about, but the person or thing it lands on will receive a prize. Now, what's the prize? Well, the prize is a complimentary item of their choosing uh, at RaphNationStore.com. So that's what the prize is for. It's a secret prize drawing that no one knew about. So... With that, I'm going to bring it up to number one, because number one is first, and I'm going to spin this wheel. I'm going to spin it in three, two, one, here we go. Spinning that wheel. Can't touch the wheel, because that would be a problem. Can't move the wheel, because that would also be a problem. And I can't cut this audio, this video or audio footage, as you can see there, because if I mess up, that can affect the, the ruling. So, yeah, this is live. We're live. And you can see it's spinning. It is spinning. It's slowing down. It is slowing down. And remember, whatever number it lands on, whoever picked that number in their episode will receive that complimentary item. Here we go. We are here. It is spinning. Where is it going to land? Must be at a complete stop for the record. Okay. Stopped. Okay. Seven. So if you chose the number seven... You have received a complimentary item of your choosing at RaphNationStore.com. Congratulations. And you know, I'm in a giving mood. This is These Are Questions Season 2, for the record. And you know what? Instead of giving white one item, see, see, I mess up anyway. I'm going to continue on because I can't cut this. Instead of one item, I'm going to auction off a second item, but this item will be chosen at random. So I'm going to spin the wheel one more time and give everybody a second chance. And whatever number it lands on, the number that it lands on, the person that picked that number will receive a random item from RaphNationStore.com. And we're going to start with seven since seven won the first one. And we're going to go in three, two, one, and look at that spin. Second chance. You never know. Will seven receive another item, or will all, any other numbers win? I don't know. I can't tell you that. I don't know. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope your day's going well. Hope you're enjoying this interview and this season. Because I put a lot of work into this. A lot of effort. A lot happening. All right. And spin, the wheel is uh, slowing down. It is slowing down. And here we 
go. I think. Maybe. Who knows? Look at it go. Okay. Oh. It is very close, but the number is right here at 8. Okay. So if you pick the number 8, you will receive a random item from RaffNationStore.com. So, 7 and 8, these were the two pairs. You two numbers have won. So congratulations for all who won their prospective prizes today. And for everyone else that didn't win, well, thanks for playing. Hope you enjoyed it. Now, let's get back to our scheduled These Are Questions interview. Do you like reading horoscopes or do you think astrology is just vague nonsense? Ooh, that's tough because I'm a Virgo and I think it aligns pretty well with me. I'm very, uh, a little bit, let's say obsessively neat, if you if you could say that. Um, a little bit of a perfectionist. Uh, so I think it, it aligns pretty well. I'm not completely into it, just as that like, I don't know my, my rising or my moon or, or the chart, um, mm -hmm. but I do know that I'm a Virgo and it okay. does make a lot of sense. Okay, okay, that's fair, that's fair. Not a, you know, yeah. it, it, not everyone's obsessive into it. Some are very casual into it and some are really detailed in it and they know every little detail and how it oh, relates yeah. to the stars and the universe and everything. Um, Living in LA, I've, I've, I have heard a lot about horoscopes. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can imagine and like, you know, the people yeah. will base their entire lives on those horoscopes and they'll base their relationships, their compatibility, their workplace stuff like they every little thing can be related to some sort of horoscope. My next question is, you know, you've been around and doing different acting projects from, you know, smaller films to independent works to being on national TV. One show in particular I like to discuss is a show called Rosewood um, yeah. in that show. Um, you played a very unusual character. <laughs> um, okay. For those who didn't watch the show, or you know, maybe may need to get familiarized in it, um, you played a dead person. <laughs> um, I did. <laughs> how did the audition process came for that show, and how did it feel playing um, playing the dead? Hmm. The audition process is not what you expect. Um, because my character did get married, have children, so they made us improv, uh, hanging out with your kids, getting married, having a date night with your husband. Uh, so that was, I, I wasn't expecting to be dead so soon <laughs> in the show. Um, how it felt playing a dead person was just wild because I was on an autopsy table. I had the, the crazy special effects makeup that looked like I had the Y incision. It was probably the hardest role I've ever played because they're like, oh, Brianne, we can see the pulse in your stomach or we can see your eyes twitching. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do about that? So it was, it was pretty difficult and I was laying dead on a very cold autopsy table for about 12 hours. Oh my goodness. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was such a fun role though. And the cast was amazing. That's good, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you had a great time playing a dead character. <laughs> and oh man, you said 12 hours. Like I, I've been on film sets, you've been on film sets. And for those who've never been on film sets, like that's typically standard, but to 
be there for 12 hours and just lying like that. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't. Mm. No. Couldn't do it. Couldn't. No. No. I. I. Uh, certain. Certain roles. I'm like, man. Like, if I'm gonna do that, like, I gotta be really in the zone. And I'm like, oh, I just realized I gotta oh, yeah. be there for 12, sometimes 15 hour days or whatever. Like. Mm. Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. But kudos. You, I, I believed it. You. You played a very convincing dead person. So. Yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> You're very much. Catapulted my career. I played one dead person and I was like, I'm moving to LA. They, <laughs> they, there you go. There you go. Hopefully you get the chance to play uh, more living roles as well. Right. Um, and, but at least if you ever have to play that role again, you know, you have experience. Let's put it that way. Exactly. <laughs> so can you recall your first ever acting gig that you booked um, you know, whether it be independent or big time. And can you explain how your ability as a performer changed over time to where you are now? So surprisingly, my first audition in my first role was for Fox. I booked a guest star role on Rosewood, um, which was just kind of crazy because <laughs> when I auditioned and booked the role, I was like, wow, acting's easy. Like, yeah, that was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought booking a guest star role on like a national television show was normal. Um, when I moved out to LA, yeah. I was going to say. When I moved out to LA, um, in between I did plenty of, you know, PSAs. I was on Nickelodeon briefly, um, lots of commercials, uh, some independent work. So I moved out to California and met an acting teacher who I trained with for quite a few years. And his suggestion to me was, don't be auditioning for these big roles um, until you have honed in on your craft. Mm -hmm. So it was very much uh, kind of a a period where I stopped acting for a while, stopped auditioning, uh, stopped acting. Um, but stopped auditioning for quite a while, just honing in on my craft and, and kind of perfecting, never perfect, but perfecting my work. And then recently I've started auditioning again. Since COVID has opened up, I've had a few auditions in Miami, Atlanta. So it's definitely, I've progressed so much as an actor because of that coach and how he told me, just wait, just give it time hone in on your craft and then audition for the big, the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> I think your coach is, is right. You know, honing into your craft, but mm-hmm. you know, with acting, whether you be doing smaller roles, bigger roles, whatever the case may be, it's, it's really a crapshoot. It could be just right place, right time, but wherever the case may be, as long as you have that ability behind and, and, and knowing your craft and knowing yourself and how you're portraying your character, um, that's what really makes it in, in important in the long term. A lot of actors and actresses don't get that, if not at all. They could be spending right. 20, 30 years and not even get that chance. And you were grateful to, mm-hmm. enough to have that, which is awesome. But at least now you can see like, okay, I got this role. It was a big role and it was good at the time. And, you know, and I'm willing to expand and learn from all aspects of the acting and in this case, television world, you know, and right. really mm-hmm. show my versatility as an actor. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so difficult uh, for actors to continue to pursue acting when they haven't been rewarded like that. Um, and, and again, for me to have it so early on was 
just the catalyst that pushed me out to LA and made me realize this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I want to do with my life. So very, very grateful for that. Like the universe working with me on that one. Absolutely. The universe works in mysterious ways. Mm -hmm. Are you excited that Shrek 5 is going to be coming out soon? I didn't even know Shrek 5 was coming out. I've heard nothing of this. This is news to me. Oh, okay. Well, allow me to explain. So uh, okay. before before the pandemic and, you know, everything happened, uh, Shrek 5 was uh, was announced and uh, they were bringing back the returning cast and it's going to be an all new adventure. Um, and they were looking to have it come out, you know, sometime in 2021. Now, obviously, the pandemic played a part of that. So I believe it got pushed mm-hmm. back. But they have announced that there is a Shrek 5 coming. There's no plot or no details yet, but it is coming. All right, then I'm very excited for Shrek 5. Good, good, good. And you never you never know, there could be a casting in the future, you know, as for voice actors. And I know you're not necessarily a voice actor, but you never know since you're in LA. Hey, take every opportunity I can get. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz. Come on, here you go. Talented <laughs> actress here. Let's go. Sounds like a plan to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're gonna share. We're gonna send us to DreamWorks. And yeah, if anyone has any Shrek Five connections, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brienne Bailey. Let's go. And I am Donkey. I mean, no, I'm I'm Mr. Steve. Sorry, wrong <laughs> wrong character. Wrong character. Wrong character. <laughs> Who is your dream actor or actress that you would like to work with in the future? Oh, unfortunately, my dream actor passed away. Oh, no. I love Robin Williams more than anything. I think he's so fantastic and so versatile. Um, If I had to choose someone living, I would have to say... I'm gonna go with Sandra Bullock. I'm a big Sandra Bullock fan. And she started on Off-Broadway and kind of worked her way up. And I just have so much respect for her. And, you know, Miss Congeniality just kind of goes with the pageant girl stuff. So yeah, right. I'd probably say Sandra Bullock. You, you could, you could, it could be a sequel in the works. You never know, could co-star, um, you know, I know. Pretty Rob- cool. Yeah, I know Robin Williams unfortunately passed away, but that doesn't mean we can't incorporate some Joker element into that movie. So could be something. Very true, you know? very, very true. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have to act in that movie because I am a pageant girl. Yes, you're 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 the living you're the living dream of it. Exactly. <laughs> that's what you got. That's what you got to put. You got to put that in the casting in the audition. You have to say, "I am an actual pageant queen." Yeah, I think I think that would catch their eye for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I'm spitballing ideas here. You never know. You never know. <laughs> Do you have any advice for any aspiring actors or actresses? I do. It's it's just don't give up. You're going to get a million no's before you even get one maybe. So it's a lot of perseverance, a lot of persistence, it's a lot of dedication. But if you know that this is what you want to do, do not give up. You will be a starving actor for a while, but don't give up. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I, I, that's, I know it sounds cliche and very simple. It's like, oh yeah, don't give up. But it really is like... You know, you won't know until you try something and you won't know where it's going to take you. For some, it may take some, it may be very quickly, you know, you may get the opportunity quick. For others, it may be a grind, but you won't know unless you try. 
Right. And network. That's another another piece of advice. It's a lot of who you know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A hundred, a hundred percent. I have one more question to ask you. And it's, <laughs> it's almost done, almost done, almost done. Um, right. It's, it, it's a question, but it's kind of a scenario within that question. Um, here's, here's a scenario. Um, you are on a hot air balloon and you want to come back down, you know, to the ground. Um, but unfortunately, your balloon operator has magically disappeared. Um, you need you need someone to teach you on how to get the balloon down. Um, who would you call to help guide you in bringing the hot air balloon down to the ground? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, I'm gonna have to say. You know, I'm such a daddy's girl. I'm going to say my father <laughs> because first he's an engineer. Okay. So the mechanics of things. He understands. I don't know about hot air balloons, but let's hope so. Two, very fast Googler. He's very quick. <laughs> so I think he could walk me through and understand it after he Googles it a bit. Um, so yeah, probably with him. And because he has, you know, Personally, I think he would want me to be safe. So I, I think he'd do a good job at, you know, quick on his feet, quick thinking, helping me get back to the ground safely. Okay. I like that. I like that reasoning. I think that makes makes a lot of sense. And yes. hopefully you're never in a situation where you're on a hot air balloon, but uh, no. if you do, <laughs> now, now you know who to call. Exactly. Never thought of it before. So thank you for that. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> This is how the show works. This is how the user question works. Like, I, you know, sometimes you learn new things. Sometimes you love it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you look at my invisible watch that I currently don't have at the moment on this hand, um, this is the end of our interview. It is a pleasure. Uh, thank you for so much for being a part of these are questions. Um, before we go, this is your time to shine. So anything you want to say, any last words, final thoughts, whatever comes to mind, this is your moment ever comes to mind. I'm, you know what? I'm going to try and pop this popcorn in my mouth and see if I can catch it. And that's all I got for you guys. Let's go. Here we go. Let's go. Here we go. Hey! Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I did not have a lot of faith in myself with that one. I gotta say, I'm surprised. I, I believed you. in you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me as well. I really uh, enjoyed the interview and these are questions. That's right. Alrighty. Good night, everyone. This is it. These are questions. Good night. Or good morning or good afternoon. <laughs> um, whenever you decide to watch this episode, because now you can watch it at any time, you know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And by the time you watch it, it'll be no time. So. But we do know that these are questions will happen at some time. Exactly. And, 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 <laughs> and that's 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 definitely all i got now we're done that's it all right cool <laughs>